Can you tell me your name? My name's Karina. How old are you? Seven. And why is Jesus better than anything? Because he can do anything and he made us. Being a kid isn't easy. You know you're supposed to be good, and sometimes you feel like you're doing a great job. But then the next minute, you do something wrong again. That's why we need Jesus and to remember the good news of the gospel every day. Not just the part about when Jesus came to earth, but God's rescue plan from before he even created the world and the hope of living with him forever so that we can see through every story in the Bible why Jesus is better than anything else and why he wants you to join him. Miss Lisa, I am so glad to be here right now. Um, I am too, Finn. I love studying God's Word with you so we can find out more about what He's like. Me too, but it's also such a relief to be away from Brooke for a while. Your little sister? Yeah, yesterday she grabbed the coral Legos. I needed to build my submarine. And then later, when I was on the couch reading a book about pirate ships, she swam over and told me I was in her spot. And then before bed, she told me we were going to play sharks and minnows, even though I didn't want to. And my mom schooled both of us, even though none of those things is my fault. Hmm. What did you do when each of those things happened? Well, I yelled at book. Brooke and told her to leave me alone. Mom talked to us about our hearts. But if Brooke hadn't done all those things, I would now have gotten mad. I used to get mad at my little brother when we were growing up, too. Even though it wasn't your fault, right? Well, even when my brother did things to me that were unkind, there were yucky things ruling in my heart as well like pride and thinking I was better and more pleasing to God than him, or anger, which caused resentment or hatred toward him to grow in my heart. Those things happened when I tried to be in charge of my heart, and sometimes they still happen in me today. But when I tell God how I'm feeling and confess what's going on in my heart, he rushes in with his forgiveness and can even give me compassion and love for the person who's made me so mad. But what if I still feel mad and Brooke keeps doing unkind things to me? Well, today we're going to see how two kings decided to rule their hearts on their own and what happened because of it. Remember that Solomon had turned away from following God and started worshiping idols with his wives. And he made the Israelites work hard and they had to fight against the enemies God brought against them. When Solomon died, the Israelites went to Shechem to make his son Rehoboam king. Now remember that Jeroboam had been hiding in Egypt because Solomon wanted to kill him because God had told him that he would rule ten of the Israelite tribes. But how is Jeroboam going to become king? I thought people were making Rehoboam the king. Well... When Jeroboam got back, the people sent for him, and they all went to Rehoboam. They said to Rehoboam, 
Your father put a heavy load on our shoulders. But now make our hard work easier. Make the heavy load on us lighter. Then we'll serve you. Rehoboam answered, Go away for three days, then come back to me. So the people went away. King Rehoboam asked the elders for advice. They had served his father Solomon while he was still living. Rehoboam asked them, What advice can you give me? How should I answer these people? They replied, Serve them today. Give them what they are asking for. Then they'll always serve you. That's probably a good idea, because those elders had served with Solomon, who are super wise. Well, until I stop worshiping God. But Rehoboam didn't accept the advice the elders gave him. Instead, he asked for advice from the young men. They had grown up with him and were now serving him. That will be like asking my classmates for help and serve my teacher. He asked them, What's your advice? How should I answer these people? They say to me, Make the load your father put on our shoulders lighter. The young men who had grown up with him gave their answer. They replied, These people have said to you, Your father put a heavy load on our shoulders. Make it lighter. Now tell them, My little finger is stronger than my father's legs. My father put a heavy load on your shoulders, but I'll make it even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I'll beat you with bigger whips. Is he seriously going to take their advice? Three days later, Jeroboam and all the people returned to Rehoboam, just like the king had asked. The king answered the people in a mean way. He didn't accept the advice the elders had given him. Instead, he followed the advice of the young men. He said, My father put a heavy load on your shoulders, but I'll make it even heavier. My father beat you with whips, but I'll beat you with bigger whips. So the king didn't listen to the people. That's because the Lord had planned it that way. But Rehoboam also chose to follow his friend's advice, right? Somehow it all worked together. What God had said through Ahijah the prophet about the kingdom being split and Rehoboam's own foolish decision. Because what God says will happen always happens. All the Israelites saw that the king refused to listen to them. So they answered the king saying, We don't have any share in David's royal family. People of Israel, let's go back to our homes. David's royal family, take care of your own kingdom. So the Israelites went home. But Rehoboam still ruled over the Israelites living in the towns of Judah. Why didn't they leave too? Well, remember that God is always in control. And he had said that because of David's faithfulness to him, David's son and grandson and great-grandson would keep getting to rule the tribe of Judah. A man named Adoniram was in charge of those who were forced to work hard for King Rehoboam. He better not go to the Israelites who left. The king sent him out among all the Israelites. Uh Uh-oh. But they killed Adoniram by throwing stones at him. Double uh uh-oh. King Rehoboam was able to get away in his chariot, and he escaped to Jerusalem. 
Israel has refused to follow the royal family of David to this day. The Israelites sent for Jeroboam and had him meet the whole community. Then they made him king over the entire nation of Israel. Only the tribe of Judah remained true to David's royal family. Just like I had said it would happen. Yep. When Rehoboam arrived in Jerusalem, he brought together 180,000 capable young men from Judah and the tribe of Benjamin. He had decided to go to war against Israel. Uh, That doesn't sound like a good idea. Solomon's son Rehoboam wanted his fighting men to get the kingdom of Israel back for him. But a message from God came to a man of God named Shemaiah. God said to him, Speak to Solomon's son Rehoboam, the king of Judah, and to all Judah and the tribe of Benjamin. Tell all of them, The Lord says, Do not go up to fight against the Israelites. They are your relatives. I want every one of you to go back home. Things have happened exactly the way I planned them. So the fighting men obeyed the Lord's message. Phew, at least they listened this time. They went home again, just as he had ordered. Meanwhile, Jeroboam built up the walls of Shechem where he made his home. Jeroboam thought, My kingdom still isn't secure. It could very easily go back to the royal family of David. So he didn't believe God's promise to him? God had said if he followed his commands, his kingdom will last as long as David's. You're right. But instead, he thought, suppose the Israelites go up to Jerusalem to offer sacrifices at the Lord's temple. If they do, they will again decide to follow Rehoboam as their master. Then they'll kill me. They'll return to King Rehoboam because he's the king of Judah. So King Jeroboam asked for advice. Then he made two golden statues that looked like calves. Is that the advice people gave him? Aren't they any good leaders? It's so sad, isn't it? Jeroboam said to the people, It's too hard for you to go up to Jerusalem. Israel, here are your gods who brought you up out of Egypt. He set up one statue in Bethel and set up the other one in Dan. And someone had built that beautiful golden temple and prayed that prayer to God. And now look at what's happening. Didn't they remember the story of what happened when Aaron made a golden calf after God rescued the Israelites from Egypt? What Jeroboam did was sinful, and it caused Israel to sin. The people came to worship the statue at Bethel. They went all the way to Dan to worship the statue that was there. Jeroboam built temples for worshiping gods on high places. He appointed all kinds of people as priests. They didn't even have to be Levites. He established a feast. It was on the fifteenth day of the eighth month. He wanted to make it like the Feast of Booths that was held in Judah. So now he's making all these fake laws? Who made him God? It sure seems like Jeroboam thinks he has more power than God to decide to do and live the way he wants to. Jeroboam built an altar at Bethel and offered sacrifices on it. He sacrificed to the calves he had made. 
He also put priests in Bethel, at the high places he had made, and offered sacrifices. It was on the fifteenth day of the eighth month. That's the month he had chosen for it. So he established the feast for the Israelites, and he went up to the altar to sacrifice offerings. This is also frustrating. A king's bro is supposed to protect people, not lead them into more danger by, by ignoring God's laws. I know, Finn. We'll talk more about Jeroboam next time. Well, did that other king follow God after he told him not to fight against Jeroboam and the other Israelites? Rehoboam, the king of Judah, ruled for 17 years in Jerusalem, where God had said he would put his name. Remember that his dad was Solomon, but his mom wasn't an Israelite. She was an Ammonite and probably didn't worship the one true God. While Rehoboam ruled, he did nothing to stop the people of Judah from doing what was evil in the sight of the Lord and refusing to worship him. Let me guess, they worship idols too. Yep. They did more to make the Lord angry than the people who lived before them setting up sacred stones and poles to worship the female god named Asherah. They worshipped on top of hills and under trees and copied the yucky things the other nations did to worship their gods. They forgot who they were supposed to be, a people God had rescued from slavery to live under his good rule and show the nations around them what God is like. Now they look the same as the other nations, so the people won't know what God is like at all. God had driven out the other nations to make room for the Israelites in the land he'd promised them. But now he allowed the king of Egypt to attack Jerusalem and even carry away the treasures in the Lord's temple and in the royal palace. So that gold that Solomon had been collecting, is now going to someone else. Right. The king of Egypt took all the gold shields Solomon had made, so King Rehoboam made bronze shields to take their place. When the king went to the Lord's temple, the commanders of the guards carried the shields and then later put them back in the room where they were kept. And Rehoboam and Jeroboam were always at war with each other. Even though Rehoboam listened to God that one time? That's what it sounds like, Finn. The other things Rehoboam did while he was king were written down, but these stories are what God wanted the author to include in our Bible. When Rehoboam died, his son Abijah became the next king. I sure hope he does better than his dad. You know, my dad and mom are kind of like the king and queen of our house. And I'd much rather have them be the rulers than Rehoboam or Jeroboam. They want to follow God and help us to follow them, him too. And they don't, and they don't kick Brooke or me out of the house when we do something wrong, or even in a little river. I'm so glad you can see how God wants to lead you through them, because even though they still make mistakes and sin. Your parents have more experience in the battle than you and want to help you. 
But the only way your parents can be like a righteous and kind king and queen in your life is because the king of the universe lives in their hearts. And when he lives in our hearts too, we don't always need our mom and dad to tell us what to do because God's Holy Spirit speaks to our hearts, reminding us of the kind of person or fish he wants to help us be. Someone who looks and acts like Christ. I have to try this confession thing with Alicia. My God, I get so angry when Brooke takes my Legos or bosses me around to try to get me to go somewhere. Or does the game she wants? I even wish she wasn't my sister sometimes. Would you forgive me and change my heart toward her? And Lord... What would you like to give Finn in place of his anger and hatred? I think he wants to give me laughter. Time to enjoy being with Brooke. Because if she wasn't in our family, I couldn't play with her. And it's also hard to laugh when you're angry. (laughs) Those are some great things God showed you, Finn. It's a gift of grace when he moves our hearts to confess to him. Because then he can remind us that he's forgiven us and can show us how he's making us more like Christ by thinking and acting like Jesus did when he was on earth. I never really thought of being in trouble as a gift, but I definitely want to be more like Jesus because he's best. Amen. And Lord, I pray for the boys and girls listening that you would move their hearts to confess any sin that you show them and that they would picture your hands on their shoulders as you smile back at them, reminding them that Jesus has forgiven them, that you're going to keep changing them, and that you're so glad they are yours. Amen. Miss Alicia, I'll talk to you next time. I'm going to go home and see if Brooke wants to play swim checkers. As long as we can keep... River from eating the pieces. Here's a kiss, goldfish. Fish. Aw, thanks, Finn. And parents, thanks so much for listening with your kids. If you'd like to help make this podcast sustainable, you can check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash Alicia Yoder or follow the link in the show notes. Until the next time.